my friends. It is Haya. I play Brianna on this show. I play Molly on the Twitch stream. And I just wanted to come over and say hello and let you guys know that for this episode, Sean had been kidnapped by our social media kobolds and uh, was recording in their cave. So we apologize in advance for the audio quality of his mic. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy the adventure. Other than that, July 2nd is coming up, and that is our next installment for Absalom and Order, and we sincerely hope we'll see you there on Twitch. So, without further ado, this is episode 133, Love Hurts! Welcome to the 133rd episode of the Crack Die Podcast. We're Will we make it? <laughs> Who knows? No, we won't. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not happening. Will we make it? Put on a little makeup. Take it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I no. knew you. I know what you were going for, but it doesn't scan. <laughs> well, well, well. It was a good attempt. Good form. Good form. If I had a dollar for every time I got told it was a good attempt, Christine would owe me a lot of money. Um, anyway, moving on. I do want to address something before we get into the slaughter of the cast. And that is a couple of episodes ago, we used a term that Paizo is moving away from. And I didn't realize it. I didn't realize the context of it until we did a little bit of research and found out why Paizo was moving away from the term and replacing it with another term. The term that we used is phylactery. Paizo has since moved away from that term because it is a little insensitive uh, and used the term soul cage. Christine, I think you have a little bit more information on why Paizo is moving away from phylactery and moving towards the term soul cage. Yeah, so like so many things in pop culture, it really comes down to being way more anti-Semitic than anybody thought. So the term phylactery actually comes from religion and it's a small box that keeps something precious like prayers. So it was traditionally used, a lot of Jewish practitioners would use it to keep Torah passages and everything like that. So if you kind of squint and tilt your head sideways and try real, real hard, you can kind of see where it's like, oh, okay, like keeping something really special and sacred safe, like that's where the lich keeps their soul. But then when you think about the fact that like liches are undying creatures of ultimate evil, that's where it starts to get into like poor representation things. So instead of twisting something really pure, i.e. the word of God, into something really nasty, i.e. vessel for undying evil. They have just used the new phrase now, soul cage. And I'm sure you'll hear us trip up a couple more times, but we're going to do our best to make that change as well. So the change came, I want to say, with the release of the Book of the Dead that came out recently. Obviously, Age of Ashes is their first adventure path that was published before that book, and it is still written as phylactery in the adventure path. So if I'm doing a quick scan and read and it comes out of my mouth as phylactery, I will stop and try and correct myself. But we just wanted to bring attention to it, say we didn't realize that until we got Book of the Dead and we looked into things a little bit more. So we apologize if that offended anyone. We're going to do our best going forward. And yeah, now I'm going to just wipe out the cast and we'll figure out what happens next. We <laughs> Maybe Knife Sword has a soul cage somewhere. It's possible. It checks out. <laughs> Maybe two. Will not confirm nor deny. I mean, look what he's wearing. Wearing the robes of a lich, so. 
It was on sale, so I got a case of them. <laughs> it was right next to the monster energy drink. Soul Cage energy drink. Last time we were here, things were not looking great for our heroes. There's a Rakshasa, a living shadow, a vampire, a interlocutor, and of course, Laslin. Laslin had flicked the switches and started letting water flow from behind a sluice down into the cave floor where the people that have been captured by the Scarlet Triad are being stored and captive. Doing some quick math, you figured out that that water is draining right into those cages. And if something doesn't happen soon, they will all drown. Soraya, with some quick thinking, turned Twin Talon invisible with greater invisibility. And yeah, things are just not looking great. Although the shadow has some status effects on it right now. Looks like it's enfeebled and clumsy. Soraya looks like she's sickened and enfeebled too. Ooh is in a rage and has persistent bleed damage. The interlocutor is sickened one. There's just a lot of things going on. It now is Knife Sword's turn. Who, me? Yes. Oh, okay. No, the other Knife Sword? I thought it was him. Oh. I really did, you know? <laughs> I get confused. It could happen. <laughs> All right, let's, let's look through my... My list of spells I don't have anymore. Yeah, the last room burnt a lot of your guys' spells. You know, I'm gonna go with a cantrip because, uh, you know, you always got those handy. I'm gonna electric arc the dude in front of me. Okay. Okay, it's a reflex saving throw. That is a 29, which is a failure. Yes. So this rock shots goes to move out of the way and doesn't quite get out of there because of the opium haze that he is in. Zap, 22 points. Nice. And you can... Magic Missile? Why, yes, I will. Well, you can actually have that arc to another character. Oh, really? Ooh, so that shadow guy? Yeah, let's do that shadow guy. We didn't learn anything like electricity helps shadows, right? That wasn't the thing we we forgot since the last time we played. So the things you have learned, I went back and looked this stuff up just so, you know, we had it. The Rakshasa is resistant to physical except for piercing. The shadow is resistant to all damage except force or ghost touch or positive. And it's double resistance against non-magical. But you guys remember that Muselex mixed with printer's ink will heal a shadow. Well, let's not do that. Make it regular. (laughs) Sorry, that was a Star Trek joke. (laughs) I'm a nerd. Anyway. What? Get out. (laughs) Playing Pathfinder, come on. All right. So the shadow does manage to kind of phase out as the electricity comes through it, taking half damage. So half of 22 would be 11. Good job, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Minus all of its resistances, a little wisp of the shadow comes off of the shadow. But hey, yeah, magic missile will definitely work. As the lightning bolt dissipates... A force bolt or a magic missile flies from my hand and hits the Rakshasa in the nose. Okay. Speaking of which, Rob, remember, I did give you the wand of lightning bolt. Oh, yes. So you do have one lightning bolt today as well. Oh, excellent. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. So that might be something to run and line up the vampire and the big lady and Laslin in the back. You see them? Oh, yeah. Okay. You will if you see the vampire. All right. That's all your three of your actions. Now we go to the top of the next round. This is 
round number three, and it is the interlocutor's turn. What is on her? What's her symbol there? Sickened. Sickened one. Hmm. Okay. She probably wants to kill that vampire. Checks out. Yeah. I remember that Brianna was making evil faces at the... Is it, it, it is evil, as well as the vampire. Hmm? And Brianna, being a paragon of good, just couldn't deal with that. So it's an evil, like, from the planes of evil. But if I were making evil faces at it, wouldn't it be like, oh, compadre, let us be friends. Sorry. Unfortunately, no. Curses. Because you tried to do good, like, good things to it, and it knows that, you know. Unfortunately, you're out of range, so it's going to take a evil focused gaze at Ooh. Ooh is out of range for me. Ooh, can I get a will save, please? 35. 35. That is a save. Only you know, Sean. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I can't help you out here. (laughs) Sure, dude. Because first he's all like, don't look at the adventure. I don't want you to know what's going on. Then he's like, I don't know what's going on. Somebody look at the adventure. Like, make up your mind, Sean. That is a save. I was going to say, Sean, uh, according to my notes, anything over a six is a save. So. Ah, good, 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 good. No, it's just a regular save. Well, that sucks. For who? Not for us. (laughs) All right. We're just going to swing with a claw at, and it is their second attack. So a claw, a mechanical claw, swings out at Ooh and misses. <laughs> As Ooh ducks right out of the way. Next, blast attack against Ooh. Another claw from the right-hand side. The mechanical claw swings out and misses. Tell me that's what I think it is. Ooh, what's your AC? Uh, 28. Damn! I know. I got really excited too. <laughs> Swings and misses. That's its turn. Yeah, only because she's raging. Maybe 29 if she wasn't. Alas. Eh, whatever. It's worth the hit points and the extra damage. Yeah. Laslin's turn. What am I getting hit with? All right. Laslin aims their composite longbow at you and makes two strikes at you. I'm surprised Laslin can see through the big lady. So, Soraya is going to get a plus four to your AC. Uh, actually, Lazen will take a minus four to their roll. A minus four. It's a easier. Why don't we do both? We'll do both. It'll make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll twin shot at Soraya. Honest question. Is that one or two actions? I don't know. That is two actions. For twin shot? Really? Okay. Well, I assume she makes them both at her first attack modifier. Laslin makes two strikes with her bow at her using her current multiple attack penalty. Yeah, so instead of having to do the minus five, she gets two attacks at her best. Oof! So the first attack is at 44. I liberate. Yes, you can. Yep, yep. Yeah, because that's, that's going to crit, even with a minus four. So my AC is 28. Wait, so her, her attack bonus is plus 31? Plus 27. First of all, that's insane. And two, but if it already had a negative four. Oh, yeah, I didn't put the plane. I forgot to apply the minus four. Yeah, you didn't. So it's a 40, but still it's a critical. It's a 40. Yeah, 40. And her second attack. Oh, no. Is a 25. So it misses. Misses. So a 40 will crit. Yes, it will. And guess what? Laslin is named. Swear to God, if you manage to drop me in this one hit, I will come in that room and murder you. Do it. Do it anyway. Do it. <laughs> yes, give in to the hate. <laughs> this is a piercing shot. 
that's not bad. The target is flat-footed until healed. Vulnerable spot. So the arrow flies at you and hits you right in the shin. I was going to say, apparently, it like, gets me in a kidney. <laughs> but now here comes the really bad part. Yeah, this is the part I don't want to know. So this is a deadly D10 magical bow that does 2D8 plus 10 piercing plus 1D6 fire plus 1D10 deadly. Okay, well, a 1d6 fire should be negated as long as it's not a 6, and even then I'll only take one from that. Okay, so let's see. It is 55 physical. Actually, hang on, you're liberated. Right, so it's minus 13 at this point, yeah. Minus 13, so that's 42 physical. Uh-huh. And then 42 physical. It is 2 fire, which is negated. That's it. That's including the deadly d10. I rolled three sevens on the deadly d10. Wait, wait, what? 2d8 were sevens, and the 1d10 was a seven. I was going to say three sevens on a d10. But you may also take two steps, and, and so can Twin Talon, Brianna, and Knife Sword. I don't believe I can. Everybody else can, I thought. Don't you have that new ability that lets you also step? I believe it's her allies do. I don't know that she does. Correct. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I mean, I wish, but I feel like the whole purpose of a liberator is to heal or help my allies, rather, while she stands in the front and takes it. All right, Twin Town's going to take two steps to the east. I'm going to take two steps to the northeast. And I'm definitely grumpy, but we have our plan, so I'm waiting for Twin Talon to avenge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be part of the Revengers, don't worry. Yeah, there you go. Knife Sword, are you taking two steps? Two steps is 10 feet, right? Correct. Well, it's technically two squares, which technically could be 15 feet because you take one step and then you take one step. Yeah. Because I, I would like to get behind the shadow so that I can line up on my next turn, try and light up a lightning strike. That works. Okay. So I will go southwest. Perfect. For Laslin's last turn, reload is an action. So she is going to reload her bow. Now the deadly, deadly sluice goes. So, last time, about two feet of water filled up. Now that it gets its full action, another two feet of water fill up. So you're at a total of four feet of water in the cages. Did it not get its full action last time? No, it did. I'm sorry. So it can do either four inches or two feet. And then currently, since all of the doors are open, it is going at two feet per round. Well, they're going to die before we can get to them. I really feel bad about it, but that's just the way it's going to be. Brianna, it is your turn. It is. It is. <sighs> I believe if memory served, I was going to try and heal Knife Sword, but he, since he's moved, I will oh, focus I my attention. <laughs> no, no, it's it's okay. I, I didn't communicate it. So you remember that the Rakshasa is, has a weakness to good, and good will also hurt the shadow. Or, sorry, positive will hurt the shadow. Good will hurt the Rakshasa. Is there any kind of flanking bonus for the way we're standing around the shadow? Unfortunately, no. You need one more step. Ah, sorry. So I'd, I'd have to move south one in order to flank, but I was going to attack the Rakshasa. So I can end up there. So she is going to strike with her scimitar. How does a 32 do? That will hit. Get him! Take 19 points of damage. That includes the... 1d6, good. Okay, so it's 14 physical, and then it is 15, good. Oh. How's he looking? Not great. Wonderful. Let's do it one more time. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Get him, get him, get him. Rock the shadow, sir. Rock the shadow. 
Oh, not good. 23. That is a critical miss. Brianna doesn't like it. And I don't have anything to give you, so. Yeah, you do. It's a new get, new round. Everyone, ha- you have two hero points. Do I? Yeah. All right, go ahead and take it then. I will. Well, good. Great. Fine. Son of a bitch. 26 is probably also critical miss. Nope, it is not a critical miss. It is just a regular miss. Okay, I will then step back and provide support to Knife Sword, and that's it. So I think that Knife Sword had said that the reason he went there was to line up a lightning bolt down the hallway, which you would now have just stepped in front of. Oh, I thought it was to attack this. Well, then never mind. I will raise my shield. Thank you for keeping me appraised. (laughs) All right. Raising your shield. Who's next? Next up is Twin Talon. Huh. All right. So as much as I'd like to stick around and fight these things, I think the reason I was made invisible is to get to the chopper, as it were. So Twin Talon is going to... Man, I feel like if it goes one more round of just doing that, everyone in those pits is dead. And we haven't even had a chance to like get to it yet. That's one thing that I don't like about some of these encounters here is just like before you know the encounter is happening, something horrible has already happened. Like when the lich like just stepped out of the shadows, we've never seen them before and blasted us for 70 some odd damage. Like there's no chance of like planning against that. So. Well, so we were discussing this on the discord. This is designed. I don't know if it's designed poorly. I wouldn't say that, but it's it's designed to make it really difficult because it has if they hear, you know, if they hear you in a different room or someone alerts them, because once combat starts, one person is designated to run away to alert the rest of the rooms, they get put on alert. And, you know, it's just really hard when everyone is on alert and waiting for you to come into the combat. So, so Twin Talon is going to pull the hem of his robe around him and a puff of smoke will appear in the space that he was. And then a puff of smoke will also appear over this way. I need to move my map so far away. Oh, appear there. And then with my last action, I'm going to try to disable whatever this device is. I thought that's what we had said, that we could use a disabled device on it. Is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? You are remembering correctly. Let me tell you what you see. You see a sluice way. So basically, it's a quarry sluice way. You see six sluice gates open to allow thousands of gallons of water to begin flooding down the hall. The water churns through the room and flows out through three chutes on the south end of the room. So you can make a thievery check to disable, or you can attack it to break it open. Like I want to break it open. Yeah. Right. You can jam the, the gates closed, basically. After they're open, you can jam them closed by attacking it. You can slam it shut and then break it so that like it can't be reopened. You see handles in all of these. Okay. I wish I knew the DC, but I guess I'll try thievery first since that's literally in my subclass name. What level thievery are you? Master. Oh, okay. You have to be an expert to be able to try it. Oh, Sean, I was an expert at level three or whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to level up and be legendary, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep living just to, just to get legendary skills. Oh, man. Okay. And I get a bonus because I have the upgraded tools. My die is so fucking hard to read. It's white on white, in case anyone else is curious. Uh, 27? I rolled a four. That is a failure. Okay. Then I will use my hero point. I don't remember how many. I don't know how many I have. You have one. Okay, then I'll use it, much as I don't want to, to try to re-roll that. Because I feel like... You got a good chance of getting better than four. Yeah, I rolled very poorly, so... 
31. I got an eight this time. That will succeed. So you start trying to disable it and it slows down and closes halfway. Now it's getting one foot around. There's six gates. This He's only working on one right now. So one gate is halfway down. We can't possibly do this. Did they intend this to be like, you can't save these people no matter what? No. You need 12 successes? Two success per gate, so yes. But I will let you know that you are incredibly close to being able to critically succeed on every roll. Okay. And a critical success shuts one down completely. Right, because it counts as two, but still, like, I need six crits. I rolled an eight, and that was not a crit, so. Do you have assurance and thievery? <laughs> I don't, but if I did, it would actually be worse, because you don't get your dex mod for it which means it'd be five less, but I would get two higher, so it'd actually be minus three. Actually, actually, what? You're going to be shocked. I made a mistake. What? It takes a reaction to open one gate, and Laslin only is able to open three of the six gates. Okay, so what does that actually mean for our math? So that means there's only two feet of water that have come out so far. And we only need six successes to... Correct. Okay. Did you guys ever see Galaxy Quest? Yes. Mm-hmm. This kind of reminds me of the chomper room. Yeah. Why is this in the ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's the shadow's turn, and it sees a delicious little goblin right next to it. Who's very high in cholesterol, <laughs> just naturally. Is that your defense mechanism? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone sees goblins and just innately knows that you will just have a stroke if you try to eat one, so. <laughs> yeah, this is just, just artery-clogging nastiness. So the first thing it's going to do is try and hit you with a shadowy hand. No. 33. I mean, that beats my armor class, but I, I still say no, he didn't. Well, you're right. He didn't actually claw at you. He clawed at the shadow of you. Can I roll my deception to convince Sean that that didn't happen? I think if I were you, I'd be mad that he's doing your shtick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So you take 17 points of damage. Oh, okay. Sorry, I already liberated this round, I'm pretty sure. It's fine. Yeah, but 17 is not 54. Doable compared to 50-something. Yeah, Yeah, but he's still not doing too hot. Oh, well, he had temp hit points. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He had stolen hit points. Oh, don't worry. If I die, I'll come back and terrorize them for eternity. <laughs> you now suddenly feel enfeebled as your shadow is being removed from you. Oh, yeah, that's the thing it did to me, didn't it? <laughs> Joke's on it, that's gonna make my sneak better. Because you're weak? <laughs> no, because I don't cast a shadow. <laughs> oh, it's just slowing you down anyway. Yeah, it's baggage I don't need. And then for its last action, it's going to try and swipe you again. Swiper no swiping, swiper no swiping. Did he swipe left? No. no. Oh. 23. Yeah, that doesn't hit me. Next up is this Rakshasa, and it looks at this paragon of goodness that keeps attacking it. Inhersion is vibe. Yeah. Brianna, can I get a fortitude save, please? Sure thing. I love those. Oh, that's your best one, isn't it? Yep. Boo. 37. 37 succeeds, so you're going to take half damage. No. Oh, no, you won't, because you are a juggernaut. So you see this dark shadow start to coalesce into his hands and it just shoots out and you feel your spirit and your soul trying to be ripped out but then you feel the warmth and glow of Sanray's love keeping you in place as this spirit blast does not work. I'm trying to remember what all provokes attacks of opportunity. Is it only movement? You have used your reaction but it would be 
manipulate actions or using ranged attack in melee combat or action with a move trait. So if you used a spell with somatic components, I think that would count. Right, but I can't do anything to you since I already liberated. And then he turns to knife sword. Wait, no, you went since you liberated because you liberated on Laslin's turn. So you have your reaction back. Yes. So I could have liberated knife sword. You could have liberated knife sword, yes. Or you could take the attack opportunity here. It's up to you. Take the attack. You sure? Yeah. All right. I'm going to smack him. I, I, I want to see them pay. Bad monkey. Knife sword doesn't have any self-preservation instincts so much as enemy murder instincts. That was a 31. That was a miss. Then he turns to knife sword and knife sword, you feel a single piece of force hit you. <laughs> Is he doing the magic missileing? One magic missile. Ah, ah, ah. For three points of damage. You just used up your own hit points. Ha 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 ha. Uh, okay. Now the vampire goes. Ooh, I'm going to need you to succeed at this. I need you to make a will save, please. DC 30. Oh no. Would you like to use one of your hero points to reroll that? Yes, I would love to. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's been my luck today too so far. Uh, uh, no, I do not make that save with a what was it? Seven on the first dice. I, I don't six six on the first one, five on the next one. So it's a twenty-two. Whew, okay, you are controlled. Oh, delightful. As these <laughs> intrusive thoughts push into your brain and push out any ability for you to control yourself. Oh boy. <sighs> All right. And then for its last action, oh, <laughs> it's going to grab you. All right. But since I didn't make a strike last turn, I actually have to attempt to grab you. If she's controlled. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right, so you're grabbed. Oh boy. Controlled. Yeah, because I looked at, because he has the dominate thing in the chat and controlled is literally like someone else decides your actions. They typically do not have to spend any actions of their own to do so. Eesh. Yeah, gross. But at the end of every round, she gets to make a will save to try to break out of it. And it's probably got a duration too. So does that mean at the end of this round? You can attempt the will save at the end of each of its turns. On a success, the spell ends. All right. Okay, yeah, so at the end of Ooh's turn, she can do that. So, Soraya, it's your turn. You see Ooh's eyes glaze over more so than normal when they're in a rage. I'm going to do what I've been doing for my first two actions, and I'm going to try and use telekinetic projectile to stake this motherfucker in the heart. Yeah. 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 Okay. Spells. Telekinetic projectile. Let's get this going again. Uh, 23. We'll miss. I'm going to hero point that. All right. Because I had this really cool idea, and I just wanted to work. 30. That will hit. Hooray. Okay. So this heightens plus one, the damage increases by 1d6. So this should be 20 damage. And like I said, I am aiming for wood through this thing's heart. So here's how that's going to work. If you crit, I will let you do that. Oh, okay, it'll be, it would be like an insta-kill. But either way, it's piercing against him for 20. I'm not going to say it would be an insta-kill. It would definitely be like... Isn't there like something we learned about them that was like, if you hit it with wood, etc.? So... The way staking works for general vampire happenings 
is a wooden stake driven through the vampire's heart drops the vampire to zero hit points and prevents it from healing above zero hit points, even in its coffin. Staking a vampire requires three actions and works only if the vampire is already unconscious. Oh, damn. If the stake is removed, the vampire can heal above zero hit points again, and if it's in a coffin, the one-hour rest period begins once the stake is removed. If the vampire's head is severed and anointed with holy water while its stake is in place, the vampire is destroyed. Okay, cool. I don't think we got that information last time. But anyway, yeah, so it takes 20 damage. Okay, um, so I did that to him, and he's not looking like it did a whole lot. He's not turning yellow or anything, so fuck. I'm going to, with my perpetual infusions... Anyway, I'm going to throw a bomb, and I'm going to hit him and splash her. Her being ooh or the creature? No, her being the interlocutor. Okay. And just remember, my sword's planning on lightning bolting. Yeah, you may want to move. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll step back. I tried. I, I did some damage to the vampire, at least. Yeah. Hey, that's really good. Anything we can do is helpful. I mean, I hope I can get these gates done quick so I can help. All right. It is now Ooh's turn, and I decide what happens. It's me, and I'm going to say, you are going to delay. Oh, boy. Okay. Don't like that. Knife sword. Well, no, at the end of her turn, she also gets the will save. Correct. Yes, she does. But she also takes five from bleeding. <sighs> now she can make her will save to try and end this domination. And she gets a fort save for the bleed, doesn't she? Yes, she failed that, though. Okay. DC 30 will save. It's a 21. <laughs> wow. I'm really great today, guys. Knife sword, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to whip out my wand. No, this is a family show. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we're Mark Explicit. I'm going to aim so I hit the shadow, the vampire, and the big lady at the end of the hall. All right. They take reflex saves, basically is what it is. So 30. 30. 30 reflex. Easy. Not really. Reflex for the shadow. <laughs> That's a natural one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Great For the vampire. <laughs> Natural one, 20. Uh, and just so everyone knows out there in podcast land, I am rolling these public so everyone can see them. There's no fudging on any of this. Sean just rolls that bad. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more beautiful than just bright red numbers from your GM. All right. And the big, big, big one. Nah. There we go. 37. So two critical failures and a regular succeed. So critical failure means they take double damage, by the way. Just so we're all clear. Yeah. Which is 8d12. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 8d12. So go ahead and roll damage. 4d12. What doubled, right? Well, no. It's whatever level the wand is created at. I don't know what that is. Yeah, we picked it up a while back, and I was thinking about maybe using it with my trick magic item thing, but it never came up. So it is heightened one. So is that 5d12? Yeah. All right. Let me load that up. 37. Double damage for those two then? So uh, 74? Am I right on that? 37 is 74, yes. All right. So the lightning flies out of this wand and hitting the shadow first. The shadow with the light from this lightning bolt dissipates into nothingness. Yeah, you rip my shadow off, I'll rip your shadow off. Oh, you're only made of your shadow. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining a little goblin doing the like finger to the mouth like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> the electricity then bounces to the vampire 
shocking it as it's holding Ooh with its fangs bared. And then it hits the interlocker behind it and you see the metal on its body light up a little bit. Would you like to do anything else? Knife sword. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, spent there. All right. Well, you cleared the board a little bit. Yeah, doing 100 and some odd damage to the ones that are left, not including the one that you blasted to death, is nothing to sneeze at. The interlocker now moves forward through its friendly allies. 35. That's good. For its second action, it is going to gaze at Soraya. Okay. What's up, girl? I need you to make a will save. I heard you like big, strong ladies. I mean, honestly, if anything, Soraya's probably like Pan. She's like, hey, whatever, I'll have a time. 31. Succeed. <laughs> and then a claw reaches out and strikes at you, grabbing and ripping at... Oh, that's the wrong roll. Hang on. 23 to hit you. That will miss. All right. So this claw comes out and you duck under it as it snaps at you. So I'll keep my liberation, thanks. For a rainy day, just probably now. It's clouding up real good. Mm-hmm. All right. So Laslin knocks two arrows and double strikes at Brianna, who has her shield raised. I don't believe no, I did. No, came down at the end of the turn. Because at the end, you were going to step down because of the impending lightning bolt. You roast. I roasted my shield. <laughs> yeah, you roasted it. It's honey roasted. Oh, I thought she was just kind of like making fun of it. Oh, it could be. Haha, <laughs> 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 shield. It's a good thing you don't have a spirit guardian in it or else you, you'd stop fighting for me. Okay. 31. That'll miss. And second of the twin shots. And I'm giving you a, a, a plus two as well because it goes through a weird corner. 40. That'll hit, but not critically. 25 points of damage. All right, I'll take it. But some of that's fire, which doesn't take one. Oh, that's right. One is fire, so you take 24 points of damage. I just want to let everyone know that Brianna still has triple digit health. Yep, yep, yep. Must be nice. Happy to be targeted. That's why she's here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know, that's why she's here. She's protecting us all. Next is the sluice's turn. Dirty sluice. So another foot of water pours out. So now it's at two feet. Now it's at three feet. It is now Brianna's turn. Go, Brianna, go. <sighs> well, my mama told me to finish everything in my plate, so I'm going to finish off this Rakshasa, hopefully. Let's hope the dice are with me today. Come on, Seren Ray. How is a 35? That is a hit. You Take 16 points of damage. So I take 14 physical and 12. Still there, blood pouring profusely out of this Rakshasa. I will try my best, but my second rolls have not been the best. I'm guessing a 24 is a critical failure. It is a regular miss. You do have a hero point still. Oh, right. I forgot about those. Take it. Why not? Take it. Bloop. Come on now. Oh, of course I do worse because that's just the name of the game. 18. Well, remember, we keep the better of the two, so it's a regular miss. You now have one last action. I will raise my shield since I have both uh, lovely, lovely villains on either side of me. Yes, shield is raised. Twin talent. I would like to thievery. I would like to make the thievery, please. Thievery away. Come on. What the fuck is wrong with these dice? 29. That is a success. You have now disabled one of the slew escapes. Okay, uh, thievery again. Ugh, 25 is a failure, I believe. Yes, it is. So the frustrating part about these virtual dice is that for both Brianna, who rolled 
It looked like a natural 20 twice, then it rolled one face to the other side. That one was looked like it was a 19, and then it rolled over. Jerk dice. Come on. Weirdly, we never get a crack die on these, though. What the fuck? Critical failure. Do you have a hero point? I don't. I used it to not fail last time. You have one left. You have one left. Okay. Well, if I do have one left, then I will use it. All right. Knowing this module, critical failure is like, you jam it open. It starts going faster. You've opened all the gates. <laughs> oh, good. Congratulations. In one failure, you've killed everyone. <laughs> okay. So I've got a 36 instead. 36 is a success. Okay. I would like to call you a liar. I appreciate this success, but I'm going to say you're a big fat liar, Sean, because you said you have a good chance of critically succeeding on every check. And that was a 13 and a regular success. So I don't think I have a good chance of doing it. You have a, what's your mod? Isn't your mod plus 23? Yes. So plus 13 is better than average. It's a DC 28. So 38 would critically succeed. Okay. Which means I need a 15. So I have a what 25% chance. Yeah, you have a good chance of always succeeding. How's that? Uh, yeah, okay. All right, it is now the monkey's turn. Hey, hey, it's the monkey's turn. We are the monkeys. And it's going to use its last sixth level spell on Brianna. No. So bitch. <laughs> <laughs> More of this black energy coalescing. I need you to make a fortitude save. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh no. How's it? 28. That is a failure by four. So that's just full damage as you feel your spirit being ripped from your body. Thanks, Saran Ray. Ah. Oh! 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 All right, I'll take it. As 55 points of damage come out of your body. Oh, shit! Is that all you can do? Little monkey boy. It hisses at you and then casts magic missile at knife sword. <laughs> Getting real tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like it? Huh? 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 <laughs> Did whoever wrote this ma module like listen to the podcast? I guess they couldn't have ahead of time, but it does seem like this is like to give knife sword a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit. It is now the vampire's turn. Since Ooh is grabbed, Ooh, what is your fortitude DC? So your fortitude save plus 10. 31. 31. All right, so I'm making an athletics check against your 31. Ooh, 36. Okay. So you feel some of your memories of your previous boats starting to slip away. <laughs> Correct. And you become stupefied one as some of your memories are gone. Correct. That's not nice. And I can't, you are too far from me, unfortunately. I remember a set of boobs, but I don't know who they belong to. <laughs> For its second action, I need to make another save against that. 33 versus your fortitude DC. Your time with Soraya is starting to get foggy. No. Jeez. You're now stupefied too. A tear just runs down her cheek. And one more action. 21 will not pass. All right, that's the vampire's turn. I'm gonna let you go now, because you're still dominated. You're going before Soraya, but after the vampire. So you're going to move towards this elf. Who apparently you no longer remember. Yep. Wait, what is happening? Isn't it the vampire's turn? It held her action, so now he's dominating Ooh to go before me in the turn order. Well, she's just gonna punch Soraya. That's not nice. 36. 
sorry, 136. Yeah, that'll do it. That my AC is 26 at the moment. So. Oh, that's a crit. Can I liberate her? Uh, you can. So you get punched by ooh. In the gut and the feels. <laughs> and stay down. Normal damage. The target is knocked prone and stunned too. Ow! Don't like that. That's not very nice. No. Oh, what's the matter with you? Snap out of it. Saraya just looks up with wide eyes. She's like, what? what did I do? But, but why? 15 points of damage. I just want to let everyone know this is because of Cassandra. <gasps> That's right. What? I feel double betrayed. Yes, <laughs> how could you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm making this as gut-wrenching for Cassandra as possible. Oh, I thought this was like, I thought this was like their submission for our... No, no, no. <laughs> Real quick, Haya, you said you were liberating Saraya? Right. I was going to ask if it, the 15 points of damage is after the liberation. No, 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 okay. no. So I need to give you back 13. 13 of those. So I only take two points of damage. Correct. And you can crawl two steps if you'd like. Uh, yeah, she's actually she's going to go one step directly back. She's going to like shuffle on her butt like, you know, when you get knocked down, you just scramble away. She's going to do that. Just like staring up at Ooh, heartbroken. But she can also see that Ooh is crying. So see, normally when I get knocked down, I just get up again. Well, apparently I can't. I'm stunned. So it's my turn. But still. All right. Ooh. Very important. I need you to make a will save. Make it. Pray for me. Come on, ooh. We believe in you. Let's go. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not enough. Dang it. It is now Soraya's turn. You have one action. I'm going to game the system a little bit here and use my one action to give Jasper two actions. Nice. All right. Uh, I I accept your gaming of the system. <laughs> uh, he is going to use my quick alchemy action to make one of my perpetual infusions. Okay. And use his second action to chuck it at this vampire that has been pissing me off. Okay. <laughs> This is why I love this build, because I can do stupid shit like this. <laughs> he has an attack roll plus 11, plus I think I have, I can do moderates because I have perpetual potency now. Oh, okay. Plus 12 to attack with this bomb. And I assume a 16 does not hit. It critically misses. Oh no, Jasper. And I don't have another hero point, do I? Unless you, you had mentioned giving me one for the invisibility plan, and I don't think you did. Yes, so you have one left. Okay, so Jasper's going to try one more time. Come on, Jasper. You can do it. One little buddy. Oh, he got a 30. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's a hit. That's a hit. Woo. So moderate alchemist fire is going to do 2d8 fire, 2 persistent fire, and 2 splash. There is nobody to splash, so it'll hit right onto the vampire. Nice. So that 2d8 is 12 fire damage, 2 persistent, plus 2 more splash. So it's 14 fire damage to the vampire. Okay, and how much persistent? 2. Okay, okay. Go, Jasper! (laughs) Yay! Yeah, go, Jasper, go! (laughs) So proud of him. Hell yeah. (laughs) It is now Knife Sword's turn. So let's talk about wands and blowing them up. I think Matt is advocating for a second use of... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm saying I can't think of a better time to break this wand, to use it 
to fuck these people up. Do you tell? So basically what happens, for anybody who doesn't know, wands are different in second edition. They're basically just like a one-time use per day thing. If you use it a second time, the spell goes off. So there's no chance of like failing. So like it's not like your action may or may not work, which is always a thing I hate. So I'm glad that they got that rid of that kind of stuff. Basically you use it and then after the effects are applied, you make a flat check. If you get a 10 or lower, the wand is basically destroyed. It's broken forever. If you get an 11 or higher, the wand is broken and it can't be used until it's repaired, but it is repairable. I'm waiting for the uh, and. So this is a great time to maybe break the wand and hit the big lady and the vampire. Yeah. Okay, I thought I heard someone say exploding and I was just like wondering if there was like a thing, a case where it would explode because I'm all for that. No, no. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if it breaks, it does explode flavor-wise and whatever you want. But that's a thing about wands now is, is you can overcharge them. They will break, but it's possible that they can be repaired. But to be fair, we got that in like book two. We're at the end of book three. We've never used it before. So why not? Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. So it's a 30 reflex save, I believe. All right. Reflex vampire. It's a 22. <laughs> so that is a critical Unfortunately not. Regular fail, and a 26, which is also a regular fail. It's still 5d12, come on. Let's fuck them. Get him, buddy. 39. 39 points of damage. Electrominicity damage. Roll a d20. Okay. Three. The wand is destroyed. I'm going to drop it. It explodes in a burst of electrical energy. And sparkles? Yes, and sparkles. Woo, I like sparkles. I will say you have two hero points. If you'd like to re-roll that, you could. Uh, yeah, let's give it a shot. Why not? Uh. Okay, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I don't know how much it matters, but okay. Yeah, it's just it's just a matter of whether you can use the wand tomorrow. You can't use it again today no matter what. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural one. Nope. Well. All right, so that wand is definitely destroyed now. Okay, well, that was my turn. Hey, it was good turn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, big lady's turning yellow, so that's that's a good sign. And the guy's orange. No, Rob, you still have one action. Oh, fine. I'm going to magic missile the Rakshasa. <laughs> I like this, like, single dart of magic missile battle that's happening in slow-mo. Yeah. And what level magic missile will you be using, sir? A one action level two. Okay. Five points. Max damage. Suck it. <laughs> uh, we got to finish off either the Rakshasa or the vampire. They're both very low. Well... It is the top of the next round, round five, and we will see what happens. No! Next week. No! Oh, oh come on now. Nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. At least he didn't interrupt any of us. That's true. See you next week, folks. Bye! Bye! We'll see. <laughs> I gotta live with the shadow of death hanging over me for another week. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Pison. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.